we're a lot of things, you know, we're, we're selfish and we talk too much and we're mean and we're bad people, but we're not stupid. Working on a The boss, the one and only, King Boss. <laughs> well, I haven't seen too much of New Jersey, actually. M most of my touring, so I went. Uh, I caught a train across the country, um, mm -hmm. and I saw a whole bunch of stuff and a whole bunch of not much stuff. But um, on the East Coast, I went to Boston, and I went to Cheers, where they filmed the TV series Cheers. And then I went <laughs> to uh, Woodstock, where they made uh -huh. the festival Woodstock. Uh -huh. And I went to upstate New York and all that kind of stuff and Connecticut. And I don't know. I don't really have any stories, though. I just realized like halfway through that I haven't really done. Much. But what should I be doing here? You should well, go to the Jersey Shore. Okay. Yeah. Because uh, in the winter, it's really depressing in this really fantastic way. Yeah, it's eerie. It's, it's really eerie. Powerful. I went, I went to Lake George, which I think is a really, it's like a cool place to be in the summer and maybe mm -hmm. some parts of the, sometimes in the winter you can go skiing there. But right yeah. now it's just like the most off season of the off season. I went to an Irish bar and I was like the only person in there and, nice. and just like one guy just kind of like slumped over the bar and it turns out he was the bartender and the cook and he just took care of everything. But it was Perfect. like a weird ghost town as well. But it was like really nice at the same time. It was really cool to kind of be in these big abandoned places that were super eerie. We were talking about Lake George with someone recently, right? Because George O'Keefe used to like paint Lake George. Oh yeah, Lake Georgia. <laughs> okay, well it's photogenic, <laughs> that's for sure. And yeah. Then there was a sign that says, "Please do not feed the ducks; they pollute." <laughs> what do you think of that? You can, you can feed these ducks if they were socially responsible. These ones right here are assholes. Yeah. If the ducks wore a nappy or whatever their pollution is, um, if they wore mm -hmm. a nappy, then they could be fed. But presently, yeah. they're not open for feeding. No. And they don't respect the fine. If you fine them for littering, what are, you gonna, they, what are they yeah, gonna you going to do? Yeah, they're not going to pay it. Yeah, they're just going to give them more shit. That's all they make. <laughs> they're going to run out on their, like those locusts that they tried to put to trial. Yeah. For, for uh, Have you heard about this? No, trialing locusts? Yeah, so like in, I guess, uh, pre-modern Europe, they used to try animals for crimes. Huh. So like they would try locusts for ruining crops or they would like, they try, try to try a pig for like ruining someone's living room or something. But the problem with like locusts is they don't show up to court. <laughs> so oh. you can't really charge them with anything. You'd need like thousands of tiny hangers. So they would always get like, the case would always get thrown out because like they're unable to, they're not cognizant <laughs> to appear in court. <laughs> but they would wild. still be charged with the crime. Right. Did they yeah. try to at least schedule the the court hearing every 17 years or so to see the people that they were just trying to catch them on their way Next out. time, yeah. Right. But really good things have happened in the last like month and a bit, right? Well, yeah, yeah we got married. We got married. got married. Top of the list. Top of the list. Absolutely top of the list. And I feel like a lesser podcast would uh, not talk about that. Be like, oh, yeah, this thing happened. But I think we should spend all of today's episode talking about it. Yeah. Well, <laughs> we certainly can. <laughs> Okay, so I want to I want to unpack a mystery from our wedding. You want to what? And this is the mystery of who requested Ooh. wagon wheel. Oh yeah. Oh, I know exactly a mystery. Who? Who? 
and this is this actually dovetails with my selection because today we're we're doing wedding songs, right? Yes. Uh, yes. And specifically, your wedding. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Right. And so I chose a song um, because I there was a kind of a split in the dance floor after a few minutes, like after a few songs, uh, and there was the fire and the folks from North Carolina seemed to be hanging out there. And then California folks were kind of dancing or sitting at the tables. And so Mm -hmm. there was a concerted effort among a few of us to try to kind of bring those two groups together and try to work (laughs) out specifically what song it might be. (laughs) um, I think, like and we were also choosing songs that were like uh that we wanted to hear at that time like certain specific songs but then also yeah choosing songs that would bring the groups together i think i chose like take on me because i was just like this is just like across oh, the yeah. board it's this good is fun heavy hitter right mm-hmm. yeah. um and it kind of worked and chose wagon wheel oh and interesting now, yeah no, and I said, uh, this is not going to work because, as we all know, it's geographically inaccurate. Uh, yeah, right. Region. And I was like, this mm-hmm. is just going to get them in here angry, you know? <laughs> <laughs> this is going to create problems. But no, everyone was quite indifferent to it. Um, <laughs> but Joe then completely denied that he had anything to do with it. He's, yeah, he totally lied. The last moment when I was leaving, when I was getting in the car to go, he was like, I did, t- I did say to put on wagon wheel. And he owned up to it. But I think just like me and like one other person. Uh, it's very funny because everyone was trying very hard to pin it on you. Yeah, yeah everybody okay. was trying to pin it on yeah. you. Yeah, my auntie was trying, my to, auntie pin trying to pin it on you. On you. Joe did. Joe pinned it on you. No. That's yeah. pretty much it. I mean, that's like a pretty strong showing of like a concerted effort. That's a good, <laughs> at that point, that's a conspiracy. Yeah. It is a conspiracy and it's against me for some reason. Yeah. Why did they choose you? <laughs> Why me? Oh. When that when that came on too, I was at the fire and like all my North Carolina friends like just they all like jumped up, they like got up and like were like pointing in my face like you fucking bastard, you piece of shit, <laughs> and they're all screaming. And I think somebody was just going shame, 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 shame. There's all these fingers like in my fucking face. No, I was in the room and as soon as it came on, I was like no. <laughs> I was like, I put it on the band list. I put it on the two thousand playlist like four versions. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, oh, yeah. oh, I'm sorry. This is what I saw coming, and this is why I thought that it shouldn't be on there. Um, Correct. And Although, now I'm glad it was because it's funny. Yeah, it was funny, and that's what oh, what's what it boils down to. Yeah, I really want to, man. Maybe with a little bit more time. Whooping. Well, and yet, and here's another aspect of this whole thing. When they played Petey Pablo, my auntie was like, huh, interesting that they're all into this song. And I was like, it's about North Carolina. <laughs> yeah. That's it's not that, that interesting. It's like, <laughs> oh, yeah? Yeah, that's the song I chose for today because it was such, yeah. a, it was such a critical moment. That's when nice. the the different worlds collided on the dance yes. floor. Yeah. It was extremely fun. And that, for me, yes. was just like a really great moment at the, at the mm. whole wedding party. But I, 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 the only thing that surprised me, Kip, is the vigor with which I saw you move your body was not something I'd ever seen you do. Um, and we'd, well, done, we'd crab walked across the state, uh, across the dance floor. We'd done a few things physically together, um, but there you were just a flurry of limbs, and so uh, I was like, I got to do this song. <laughs> yeah, people always underestimate me because I've got a corpulent frame. <laughs> yeah, that's exactly what crossed my mind. I was like, boy. <laughs> That guy's really moving, just like the corpulent frame. Damn that corpulent! 
Damn, that corpulent friend could go. You'd swear he's not even corpulent. <laughs> you would say, you would say, uh, uh, these moves would be out of reach for a man of much less corpulent stature, <laughs> even a spelt man. But that's what this song is capable of because it's from oh, yeah. North Carolina. Because it, yeah. it's referencing also different towns throughout North Carolina, right? Which is, you know, the conceit that rock and roll attempts and fails. Yeah, well, yeah I guess they're out there more than. Is and it, it hits all, it hits all, well, the thing about that song, the thing about the Pete Pablo song, right, Raise Up, is that it's about North Carolina, but it's also about Virginia, and it's also about South Carolina. Yeah. So the chorus is North Carolina, but he asserts at the beginning of the song, I'm going to put North Carolina and Virginia on the map. And then his list of towns is like a bunch of places in North Carolina, Virginia, and South Carolina. I saw a few people talking about this, and we can we can uh, dig in deeper later. But yeah, a lot of people being, the, but they saw it as like a good thing that South Carolina also got mentioned. That they were kind of just like, yes, we deserve this respect, and this is a good display of Carolina, Carolina love. So, I don't understand anything. Was it at least geographically accurate? Oh yeah, yeah. I, well, you know, he talked about North Carolina, South Carolina, and all my little itty bitty hick towns. He does name a bunch of hick towns. Mm-hmm. Uh. My favorite one is, uh, he names a bunch of towns that could be in either, in any of those states, like Stateville. That's like, that could be anywhere in the South at all. That's like, and it's the exact same size, like Statesville is always the exact same size city in any Southern states, like a large town to small city size. Right. I can just like picture it in my mind, any state I go to, I'm going to know what the Stateville looks like. That's that's like a, yeah, a fiver or something. You mention it once, but you're covering like five or six different states. You just hit the whole region. <laughs> but what were your high points of the wedding? Talk us through it. Oh, man. It was really, it was very strange. I mean, first of all, it felt like I was in drag the whole time. Because, <laughs> like, it's, it's a lot, you know, a lot yeah. of makeup, yeah. a lot of flowers, a lot of skirt, uh, <laughs> such that I'm accustomed, unaccustomed to usually wearing. Um. And a super embroidered dress. Like, there was all sorts of wacky designs on the dress. Yeah. You have to put photos on this, on the liners. Uh, yes, yeah. yeah, I don't, I don't even know. It just went by really fast. It did. It was kind of like, I kind of blacked out for part of it. Oh, yeah? Yeah, like, like, up till, because we got in trouble. Me and my mom got in trouble before, that, like, while we were waiting to, like, walk up, because we were being too loud. <laughs> we were, like, cackling, and so... <laughs> Our, like, coordinator was like, shut up. (laughs) And, like, since she told us to shut up until, like, me and Kip got on the train, it was, like, just blackness. Oh, wow. Like, I I mean, I remember little moments, but it was, like, I don't remember seeing anybody. I don't remember hearing anything. Oh, wow. I, like, vaguely remember. I remember my friend Mike reading. Mm -hmm. Um, I remember... I remember them mentioning our podcast. Uh huh. Yeah. 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 Part of the, the podcast. The, the, the podcast. The, the they podcast that they together. produce together. <laughs> yeah. Ah! The, the esoteric <laughs> language that you share and the, this kind of intimacy, but they didn't talk about my dumb looking face, just not understanding what you're talking about all the time. <laughs> After that, we were like, "Oh man, we got to do more episodes." I know. Yeah. <laughs> Fuck. Yeah. Um, if, it, if it was in the wedding, yeah, like. Yeah, <laughs> we'll have to get at least fifteen episodes, right? <laughs> yeah, at least two full seasons. <laughs> what else do I remember? 
Because you had to wake up extremely early, didn't you? Didn't you start like make up and stuff really early in the day? Six a.m. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. That's and it was like it was pitch black, and my makeup artist, her sister, was getting out of, or her sister-in-law was getting out of a refugee camp that morning. And so, like, oh, wow. as she was doing makeup, she was like texting with her brother, being like, and he was being like a dick about it or something. I don't know. So she was like really pissed off, and she was like, "Can you believe he's saying this? He won't even wait." Because he'd been like waiting an hour for her to get out and was like complaining. Oh. She's like, "God damn it! Are you kidding me?" Um, oh, that's a lot. <clears throat> yeah, but she got she got out and they got her out and it was. That's fantastic. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> it was a, it was intense, but <laughs> yeah. yeah, my feet hurt like a motherfucker. I can yeah. imagine. Yeah, yeah. And when did you go into this small shit? So what what happened is that we all arrived and everyone gets on a train that then passes mm-hmm. around a field. And there's a tiny little shed in the middle of that field. And yeah. you were in that tiny little shed. I was in the shed, yeah. And I arrived maybe like three minutes before the train left. I was quite late. Yeah. Uh, and then Zahira even later. Um, and I didn't see you going into the shed um, as I was walking across or anything like that. So I imagine you'd been in the shed for a while. How long were you in the shed? I was in the shed for about about an hour. Okay. We got there at like one. Okay. So we were taking pictures like behind, there was like a box car in a field. So we like uh-huh. took a bunch of pictures of the wedding party behind there. And the shed was where I put the dress on. So uh-huh. there was a lot of like shimmying around in the shed. Oh, well. It was like a sign. <laughs> it was like a shed. And there was the most, I don't know if you saw this, but it was the most, the fanciest porta potty mm. that I've ever seen. So it was like an actual plastic green porta potty behind the shed. Uh-huh. But when you went in there, they had like covered the walls with, like tapestries oh, wow. they had like a live laugh love sign <laughs> there and like a little like you know like a embroidered tissue paper box next to the toilet but it's still a straight up portable <laughs> that's awesome <laughs> that, no, definitely, the, that definitely beats the fancy. i'll put it in the liner notes okay it definitely, it definitely beats uh for positivity but maybe not for style the porta potty at the other wedding we went to where Mm-hmm. It, on the inside, it was like a dim, flickering, like kind of barroom light, and it was really, really quietly had its own it was radio. A, that was like not a porta potty, porta potty. That was like a fancy. Yeah, like, it was like a little toilet. shed with the toilets in it. Yeah, but uh, it was like but a, it was like a toilet. Uh-huh. Yeah, it was like a trailer kind of yeah. situation, and it was playing like really, really sad, like '90s country songs, like really, really quietly, quietly, yeah. <laughs> You just could barely faintly hear like <laughs> I was in there like that's unnerving. Washing my hands like this is like not wedding appropriate. <laughs> then we got on the train, uh-huh. went to the redwoods, uh-huh. had our little ceremony. Mm-hmm. Beautiful, big banana slug hanging out there. Well, I was in the rehearsal. There was a banana slug, but it had been there. It had been. Uh-huh. There. It had been around. And in, a, in what, what do you call those? The the groves of redwoods that they sprout out from each other? They make... Uh, the cathedral grove? Yeah, the cathedral. Yeah. yeah. That was such a beautiful setting for it. It worked so perfectly. Because it felt... And I've looked at my photos, and I, I think I've sent you some of the photos. It looked like there was something very strange happening in the forest that day. Like, it looked somewhat like a wedding, but it also looked like a, some kind of stranger ritual, um, <laughs> which I think is really appropriate for what yeah. you do. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we said we we're gonna send our our efficient is like a friend of mine, and we said we we're gonna send him like a staff or like a wand or something so that could kind of keep. I'm trying to push him into fully becoming a druid. Uh, it's like okay, we did our you know first his first religious ceremony is this redwood grove 
wedding. Mm-hmm. Next, staff or wand. I even we there's a staff in the thrift store downtown with uh-huh. a little orb at the end. Yeah, there's a little glass Maybe. orb and it's like a wooden staff. I've been the thinking mannequin about, in the window is holding it. Oh wow! I've been thinking about can I ship it and then, but I've also been thinking about can I, can I keep this staff? I actually talked to my students about the orb. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> we all know somebody who's ceaselessly pondering. Mm-hmm. Yeah. In this I, case, it's me. You have to know this person was Drudgery. Pardon me. Oh, what happened? Here's what I want to know. What happened in the the reception hall while we were gone before we came in? Oh, we began drinking and snacking. We started snacking very hard because we saw that there was little spanakopita pies, and so we're eating mm-hmm. a lot of them. Um, Good. I think the biggest flurry of activity would have been when we realized that we could keep the glasses that you'd all chosen. So you'd chosen a whole bunch of mm-hmm. different glasses and they were all set around the, the room. Uh, and whichever place you were assigned would be the glass that you were assigned. But there were some people, mm-hmm. namely my auntie, uh, who were <laughs> kind of uh, pretty uh, hell-bent on getting the, like, the absolute perfect glass. And so that required... <laughs> moving very slowly around the table, checking the name to pretend that it might be your place. Uh, mind you, all this was all happening while she already had wine in her wine glass. And so she then needed to find another glass to dispose of that wine so that she could kind of swap it over and swap uh-huh. it out for the one that she wanted. And so that was a lot of um, activity that was happening before you all arrived. And then we began playing um, Cornhole. Cornhole. Uh-huh. Why? I like, I, you know what, it was though? not called cornhole when I was a child. It was I, no, I had to bags. ask what it was called. I was, I had to ask what it was called. And I, I thought cornhole was the best name of the three I was given. I was given beanbag, something mm-hmm. else, and then cornhole. Um, and so that's what I had to call it. <laughs> when, when cornhole first came to like North Carolina, it was like because it wasn't always there. Uh, this guy opened up a, like a, I guess a shop out of his apartment where he would make cornhole boards, but he'd also make washer boards, like. Okay for kind of like horseshoes but for like little tiny washers and um so he put up a sign next to the pizza shop that said cornhole and washers and then an arrow to his house but the and was really small and nobody knew what either of those were at the time so my friend's dad saw it and then he called my friend that day and he was like now you won't believe what kind of services they're offering up the door (laughs) That's so good. <laughs> There's some cornhole washers up at the town. <laughs> <laughs> they wash your what? <laughs> okay, well, we played cornhole. Oh, we didn't even really play cornhole, I don't think. We just kind of threw it around. Um, I threw two that were really good, and then Mike got mad at me, um, and then they, everyone decided not to play. And so, Who got um, mad at you? Mike? Mike? Uh-huh. Which Mike? Uh, Soraya? Oh, Soraya's Mike. Yeah. yeah. There were a lot of Mike's there. So Mike. Mike, sure. Actually, it's funny you say that because Mike was like, the we, number we, one we name. counted it and Mike and I think Dan and Mike were, were tied for number one. Oh, yeah. There were like three Mikes and three Dans. Oh, wow. Okay. Yeah. We'll say it. Soraya's Mike. Um, th- we were kind of half playing and then I threw two in a row that were very good uh, and then everyone lost interest in playing the game. Um <laughs> And the life of an alpha. <laughs> Stop being me, mate. Sing my life. <laughs> and then, then I think we dedicated ourselves to, to like trying all the wines and working out which was the best one. And then having settled upon the best one, drinking a whole bunch of that. 
And I think that's all the, the way we use our time. But you took a long time. I know we did. It was we, we, very, we, they had us fucking trekking through uh, Henry Cowell yeah, to get pretty, us like like tromping deep. through the underbrush with my like <laughs> high heels on heel boots, which I like... never goddamn wear heels, so it was really not cool. <laughs> and I was, was hobbling. <laughs> it was wet. Too, it was, so it was wet, like slippery and stuff. Oh, and then we saw that woman who was like, there was you know there were various people walking around who were you know commenting as we went by. This one woman just looks at us and goes, "Why do the girls always have to be cool?" <laughs> and then like walked away and then she like we saw her again on the other end of the loop and she's like by the way what i meant by that <laughs> just to clarify <laughs> my inscrutable comment is that why are the women cold why do you have to be cold why you have to be like, dressed cold i was like i have long sleeves on uh. like, i was like i'm, I'm all right <laughs> thanks for your comment though but it, yeah but that's such a crap clarification because it seemed like you were kind of being complimented, right? And then I no, know, no, no, and then I was like, just so you know, I yeah. wasn't. <laughs> it was definitely that vibe. Head. Yeah. <laughs> just because you're feeling I, good about yourself on your wedding day. I, I wasn't trying to, to say you looked good. I was trying to say you looked uncomfortable. <laughs> you look, yeah, yeah, you didn't look warm enough. But you were gone until like dark, right? You got back and it was nearly darkish. It was like, yeah, it was dimming. Yeah. Yeah, they had us tromping around for a long time. Mm-hmm. That's a long time. You didn't even you didn't get taken in the train. You had to walk. No, we took oh, the no, train no. back down. We took down. the train down, but then like they had us go uh, like okay. back. We had to do around. a bunch of pictures. Yeah. Oh. Well, I wish that there was something interesting that I could point to, or something like a, an event when you were gone that you missed out on. But I don't think that there was. And mm-hmm. moreover, when everyone was like running around looking for the glasses. Um, uh, that was kind of like a big waste of time because at the end there was a whole bunch of people who just didn't take their glasses and so i ended I up going and getting a really cool one which i actually probably have it right here next to me so i'm in my wardrobe right now and i can tell you where it came from yeah i really want to know oh. wait i'll let it this part out you two can <laughs> talk amongst yourself i was yeah i wonder if there was any drama the problem was like yeah, there might have been drama if had come. There was the wagon wheel drama, yeah. Which I yeah, tried I diligently to avoid. Oh, Other than that, drama. yeah, I didn't hear any drama. I, oh, yeah, yeah. I got this in my nice. bag. A light light stick, because we can't do sparklers in California. Oh, that's yeah. right. Well, who's, why would ruin things? Oh, okay, well, we have to cut this out. So he, he is a... a who really has beef with this other anthropologist who did oh, well, And we put them at the same table together because we're like, well, they know each other. <laughs> and like, there almost certainly would have been beefing. This is... But... Yes. He insulted my website, the Landscape Lab website. I remember his name on oh, Twitter shit. as one of the people that's saying, like, this is just madness. And oh, I remember, my God. Wow. And I, remember, I had to say to him, like you are not welcome at this website because this is a website that literally welcomes you on every page. I had to tell him that he's not welcome to the website. Yeah, <laughs> yeah that's fucking him. Jenny. We are on a um, we're on well, a diet, a Kenny diet. I'm just not. I'm just not talking to him like in months. Oh right, okay. Yeah, I'm like a you know. I'm like it's like takes a kind of a long time. I think with me, I have kind of like a long. Um, I could take a lot of annoying mm-hmm. not even abuse just annoying right but it's not impossible to get so annoying 
that I just forget your name and just treat you like I've never met you before. And that's so where that's you where are. Where that's so. where I'm like not quite there, but I'm I'm getting there rapidly. Okay. Well, to aid you in forgetting, let's uh, stop talking about him and tell me where this is from. Oh, oh that is from Oberlin. Yeah? That is from, yeah, that is from a uh, the antique store next to the CVS. Oh. That is like a, what's the thing in Doctor Who called where it's really big on the inside and small on the outside? Yeah, the TARDIS. The TARDIS. Uh-huh. It's like real, this really small, squat, gray building. And then you go inside and it's this like endless labyrinth of wow. shit. And like every antique store in Ohio is like a tiny little nondescript building. That is just, and it's like four or five, like elderly women who quote unquote represent a number of dealers each. Don't know what that means. And then just <laughs> insane amount of room, totally 100% filled with like little tiny ceramic dancing guys and shit like that. And like like different kinds of novelty phones. And like, uh... Yeah, tiny animals of all sorts. Dolls with horrifying faces. Dolls with horrifying faces. <laughs> Old um, handmade tools. Uh, bronze memorabilia. Cigarette ads. Kentucky Derby, like, glasses. Yeah, individual Kentucky Ger- Derby. There is one that's, like, Kentucky Derby, because, like, the each of the derbies does, like, a special commemorative glass uh-huh. every year. Right. And there was one uh, near here that's, like, did the Kentucky Derby... Preakness. I like every fucking derby. They had countless, countless collectors' glasses from wow. every horse race, like and, for thirty years. Wow. They. I don't. I've never been to a uh, vintage store or thrift store that looks like that. Um. Yeah, but is this where this came from? Yeah. Yeah. That's where that came from. Yeah. That's his heritage. Oh. Yeah. This is even that's cooler. That's from some old lady in Ohio. Surrounded like, by cigarette ads and strange-looking dolls, yeah. four or five yeah. <laughs> dealers, <laughs> and like Santas, Santas of various sizes. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Do you want to hear eggs. how heavy it What's is? Eggs. Do you remember how heavy it is? Yeah, it's very heavy. That's one of the better ones. You got, you got a better one. Yeah. Really good one. Yeah. A I took two actually. I think I, this is not the one that I had at my table. I had a very plain one, and I was the the butt of everyone's jokes um, for a little <laughs> bit, and, and then I found this one at the very end because the waitresses and waiters were going around putting them all on the same table, and then I could just I could just see it all at once, and that's how I got, yeah. That's how I got this baby. Should we talk about some songs? Yeah, yeah. Let's do it. Before we talk about the songs we chose, maybe talk about the songs that were important in the wedding and uh, how you chose them and stuff. Well, because you had, there were a series of songs that you were playing and just like one after the other, they were really kind of um, profoundly emotional songs. Like I felt like every single song that was being chosen was kind of like, oh, and like hitting me in the gut a bit. I don't know. Aww. Yeah, we had a, um, well, you know, for the ceremony itself, we had like uh, music for, for walking in and walking out. Mm-hmm. And so we did memory of a free festival for the walking in because it has a, like a change halfway through. So the, yeah. The bridal party. In. Right. So the, yeah. Right. The bridesmaids could walk up and then it's kind of has this big mood, mood elevation. Mm-hmm. And then it's like, so we worked with the, the violinist, uh, Laurel Thompson. Like yeah, shout really, out to Laurel. was really <laughs> like, you know, fastidious fastidiously she was like okay what minute do 
you want this to change over and we're like okay we'll do it like this and this and this so that was cool mm-hmm. and then for the assembly the people assembly was ducks on a pond right yeah I'll, me and my, me and a couple of my friends were trying to fit, find like old time Appalachian music that's like romantic, mm-hmm. and we we just like went through like hundreds of songs, and they're all depressing. <laughs> uh, and I found out through that that actually like my county's version of some songs is like more dark and depressing. Like I found out there's this one, um, there's this one ballad that we call "Awake, Awake," uh-huh. which uh, conventionally in the like conventional canon of uh, like British ballads uh, is just about uh, star-crossed lovers uh-huh. meeting on a windowsill at night and deciding that they can't get married. Uh-huh. But in the way I learned it growing up from like balladeers is that the last verses, um, the young man who's like courting this young lady through her window uh, tells her if she wants to marry him, she should meet him in the middle of a river uh, that evening and then she does then she does uh and uh it turns out he's a fairy and he kind of takes her away to the fairy world and then she's like found drowned and i was talking to my friends about it i was like you know did you guys know that that verse isn't in the canon like there's nothing about him being a fairy or any kind of fairy world nonsense and my friends were all like well shit that's just something that people in that county added because they thought, well, there's not enough fairy kidnappings in this song. <laughs> we got to put that on there because, like, they're like, well, is it really a – that's it? That's the whole ballad? Well, like, guy's not like a fairy or like a transformed hawk? <laughs> well, what happens? Well, we'll just put it in. They probably forgot to put it in. We'll just put it in. The guy's right. a little fairy. He's a steely guy. And then, you know, he takes her away. And then, yeah, you never see her again. Uh, woe, woe to the mother. Mm. So there's a checklist of things uh, that the, the balladers of Todd were deciding for. So it's not that it's, this is a particularly crazy or depressed place. There was just like a they had to check some boxes, and that was one of the songs they chose, uh, and one of the boxes they had to tick. Yeah. So then we we narrowed it down basically to like there's like two songs, uh, Rocky Island, which is just about loving your wife, uh-huh. and then Ducks on the Pond, which has no lyrics and it's just about ducks <laughs> hanging out on a pond. So all right, that's good. That's what and then. And then we did that for the kind of hanging out music. And then for the walk away, we did like Appalachia's like one number one most key traditional love song, which is Shady Bro. Okay. Which my mom, who is a big Tom Petty fan, as we know, yes. was like, oh, you put the Tom Petty song for me. Because she does a cover of Shady Bro. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, mom, it's not a Tom Petty song. <laughs> oh, that's the perfect thing she could say in that moment, I yeah. think. <laughs> <laughs> Well, that was, oh, the November rain. November rain. Out. Yeah, yeah, that was it. It was a November wedding. Yeah, that's much. Oh, that's much true. longer than I remembered it being. It's extremely long, and I remember being kind of like, "Okay, like this is going to be the last song," um, because there's a whole bunch of sex noises coming up in like six minutes when people think that the song is over. There's yeah. going to be lots and lots of writhing and weird sounds, uh, but it went down really well. Yeah. <laughs> and we. Uh, and we walked into Celestial the Queen, which is a song that I chose to look at um, comments for today. Okay. Should we, should she we just playing in her paper? Should we jump into the comments for today? Let's yeah. Jump in. Why not? Should we go by order order they were played? Yeah, I think that's the perfect way to do it. Okay. Okay. What did you pick? 
So I actually originally picked Rainbow Connection, but it was kind of a bummer. Uh, Like almost all of the comments are about suicide, so I I switched to November Rain. Okay. You did the last. That was the last. Uh huh. You did Petey Pablo. Mm -hmm. So then that would make mine first. That makes you first, yeah. All right. So Celestial Queen, a Blue Oyster Cult. chose this because this was on a playlist that we like shared together when we first started dating where we would add different songs to and so a lot of the songs from throughout the evening like the special songs are songs from that playlist like our first dance you can't talk to me like that by nikki lane mm. um celestial the queen our walkout song uh memory of a free festival slash sun machine uh her bridal walkout song is also on that playlist so mm-hmm. it's actually really easy to find a lot of the important songs right um that was great i didn't realize that so and this is one of them this is one of the earlier ones and uh these comments are uh well maybe they'll give us a little hint as to what this song might be about because we got one here we got a lot by a dude named drizzle man which is great (laughs) drizzle man 12 years ago it says a great song but i feel it's about falling in love with some sort of burlesque dancer or stripper who is actually some sort of night spirit slash vampire who dances on nights when the moon is full. Wow, is Mr. I Drizzle from this... Todd? <laughs> That's Drizzle Man from Todd. He was like, you know what? No, are there not any fairies in this? But what then what happens? All right, so she's a pretty lady and you like her, but then what happens? No, there's going to be a, a fairy in here. <laughs> she is not a fairy or a vampire? What the fuck? So yeah, Drizzle, Man's de- Drizzle Man is from Todd. <laughs> This is also like a good, like a nice, I think, a nice kind of a uh, little bit of a eulogy for Anne Rice, mm-hmm. one, of, who are, one of our favorites, mm-hmm. uh, author of Interview with a Vampire, because this seems like the kind of thing that she would maybe, maybe would have written okay. on a Blue Oyster Cult song. It's like, well, what if this was about fairies <laughs> and vampires <laughs> and night spirit burlesque dancers? But Drizzle Man... Was not finished. Okay. Drizzleman then commented. Drizzleman generally are not finished. <laughs> <laughs> the drizzle goes on. Yeah, it just keeps drizzling. <laughs> and he says, "Of course." <laughs> I don't know what he's responding to because it's just out of the blue. He says, "Of course not." But I'm wondering if he says, "quote In my head, the fairy laughter," or "quote The fury laughter." I've heard fairies laughing in my head before when I've gotten drunk and laid down to rest by myself. Now I know Drizzle Man is from fucking Todd. <laughs> There's like nothing more hillbilly in the fucking world to do than fall asleep by running water and get laughed at by fairies. <laughs> and so, so he's not responding to himself. Uh, it seems maybe somebody... It's a new post. Him. Okay. But he's clearly doing a train of thought. But he's, he's clearly trying to work out... I've heard fairies before. Or he's Maybe just, he... He's responding to... Like, he's uh, playing this role to the hill that he's responding to fairies. We can't see the comments that have been posted, yeah. right? Yeah. <laughs> we can't tell what's going on because we can't hear the fairies mm-hmm. or read their comments. <laughs> they have their own YouTube. Yeah, oh, that's true. Yeah. <laughs> Let's see. Okay, we got... I'm trying to find the other Drizzle Man because he comes back. Oh, here he is again. Yeah, you just have to scroll for a little bit. You get Drizzle Man again. 
Drizzle Man comes through again with, again, not in response to anything. New post. Not really, but it does contain the theme of night in most of the songs. The feeling I get from Spectres is this mix of the old world and the new, young and old, love found and love lost. The album as a whole is just nocturnal grandeur and haunting aspect of love. What do you this think- fucking dude rocks. <laughs> what do you think nocturnal grandeur means? Well, that's like a synonym for night moves, right? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> nocturnal grandeur. We had entered into our nocturnal grandeur. <laughs> Working on our nocturnal grand. Oh, man. And, like, okay, so there's a bunch of comments on here that's, like, you know, whatever. Every single word capitalized. Celestial the Queen is a great straight-up killer rock song by Blue Oyster Cult and totally rocks, and it needs to be fully cranked up all the way to full maximum volume. But once you come off of the drizzle, man, oh, here he comes again. (laughs) Okay, quote, she... She came from the dark. She came from a dream. All leather and chains. The rising queen. Born into the night. Born into the spotlight. She spread her wings and then she was gone. Celestial the queen. Clearly he's providing textual evidence for his claims. Yeah. And I have to say it's compelling. It's a full year later. (laughs) He came back to this post a year later and he said, you know what? I don't think them boys really understood what I was saying about Celestial the queen being a fairy vampire. I think they, you know what? I think they thought I was playing silly, but you know, me and that oh, comment boy. section have unfinished business. <laughs> I, it's eating him up, like it's eating him up inside. And you know why he knows that? He went to sleep by a creek, and the fairies were laughing at him. Yeah, they were like, you know, the little you fairies did not make your yep. point well. In the comment section. <laughs> <laughs> Them YouTube Idiot. folks thought you was stupider than hell. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, drizzle man, this is my guy. This is me. This is actually me posting. Okay. <laughs> yeah. I like sneaking in. This is shit that I would fucking post. <laughs> so yeah, there's. All, I mean, there's all these quotes. There are all these comments that are like, nobody makes music like this anymore. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, uh, this album means more to me than I can say. 1976, 98, the cult became much more polished and mainstream, like typical, like dad kind of shit. Right, right. But the drizzle man just keeps coming through like every couple of posts. And he's clearly writing like a dissertation on this topic in this comment section. And it really, it really blows out of the water. I wish Drizzle Man would show up on every single one. I'm going to follow him on here. Yeah. Because I want to know more. I mean, he's he's right up there for me with the the Elon Musk vaccinorium guy. Uh-huh. Yeah. Who is like, we're all being chains and getting vaccines from Elon Musk. Yeah. There's so much world building happening there. Which, boy, that guy couldn't have been more wrong. <laughs> yeah. That's pretty much it. That's the key That's the key for me. That's... But this is a really good idea. We could cut this, but we should start following people to work out, the, to, to follow their trajectory rather than just like follow the songs. Uh, and then we could also look at potentially provoking, provoking them. So like some kind of Brechtian stuff in which uh, they might just be the audience member, but we can turn them into a role in the in the play. You know what I mean by posting the right thing at the right time. So like, yeah, the song is definitely just, about fairies, and then or, Drizzle Man comes in with some new drizzle. Oh yeah, ah, uh, invoking him. Mm-hmm. I even just like going on there and being like, "What do you think this song is about, Drizzle Man? Mm-hmm. What do you think this song is about? <laughs> really though." Deep down. Because I've not seen any fairies. (laughs) 
And so Jizzle Man posted like a year ago during COVID, during like this big world changing events. It's like, you know what? Like, I got to get back to this old horse I've been flogging. Like nothing, like there's no comments about like contemporary things. He's just in, in drizzle time. Here's what I think happened. I think he was listening to, cause this is, this is just how my life works. This is what happened in my life. So I'm assuming that he's my shadow self. Mm. Uh, you know, there's a while where he's listening to a lot of Blue Oyster Cult. Mm-hmm. No reason why, just cause that album rocks. As everyone says, it's so, it's unique. Yeah. Uh, and uh, so he's listening to like Celestial the Queen every day, and he's like, "Who is this? Who is this person? Who could be so mysterious and so attractive, but as a mundane human uh, stock, must be a fairy, must be a vampire?" And then he like kind of forgot about it for a while, and like moved on to other music. And then he's like maybe in the gym, or like I don't know, listening to like a, a playlist or something, and Celestial the Queen comes back up, and he's like, "Oh man." This is about having already thought through it way earlier. This is like about a fairy vampire. I got to go make sure people know this. Right. Goes on to YouTube and sees that he's already commented it. Uh-huh. Which is some sh- shit I do all the time online. It's like, oh, I've already made this joke. I've made the joke hillbillies with elegiac auras like at least four <laughs> times. Because it's really funny to me. It's, and uh, there'll be days where I'm just like hanging out like, damn, that hillbilly has an elegiac aura. And then I'll go and check and make sure. And yeah, I've tweeted it like a bunch of times already. <laughs> so I think he went on there and he went and he searched like, you know, control F fairy slash vampire. And he was like, oh, damn, I've been posting about this like a lot. I just need to su- give some supporting evidence. Right. Fill in all the gaps. I th- That's where I think it went. Okay. Well, I'm not going to argue with that. I think that's a really good explanation for what's happening. Also, um, you, I'm bringing up your Twitter page now because you once uh, you talked about jokes that you make in the truck to yourself once. I think it's canon. I think it was on the, the podcast where you were talking about um, when somebody cuts you off when you're driving, you say quietly to yourself, so much for the tolerant left. Yeah. And now yeah. I read every single one of your tweets in that kind of resigned, quiet truck driving <laughs> voice. And it just makes it makes everything you say just like so much better. Like, um, so let me bring it up. I'm going to bring up your thing. That's the mood that I tweet in for sure. I tweet defeated. <laughs> Whenever That's I meet boy. some guy, I'm just like, what's going on here? Ethnographically. <laughs> 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 oh, bell hooks. Yeah, I'm not going to. Yeah, Yeah, that was sad. That's genuine. These, just... these bears is fixing the honky tonk. <laughs> oh, yeah. Well, that one's a little upbeat. I saw, okay, for context, I saw a picture. It's a picture of two polar bears hanging out in an abandoned, um, like, Soviet weather station. It's, like, two polar bears, and they're just hanging out. One's on the porch, and one's kind of hanging out of the window with, like, his arm up. Yeah. And I saw that, and, like, I was just, like, in my head, I was like, them bears is fixing the whole time. I don't know why. I mean, maybe it's just because they're white. But, like, they (laughs) really look like they're, like, about to put on some, like, Bob Wills. And they're just waiting for the cameraman to leave. Like, can y'all leave me alone? I'm trying to fucking whoop it up. You got to whoop it up. Completely agree. Because the bear that's in the window, to me, looks like a person that's waved and is being really kind. But they're just making sure that you're also leaving. Like, the wave is a mode of getting you out of here. Because the bear's hand is resting on the windowsill in a very, not quite patient, but definitely waiting kind of way. So Yeah, he's going to... He's kind of leaning up there on his arm in a rakish way, too. It looked like his name's maybe Hank. (laughs) 
Um, but roasted by the cat in Soseki Natsumi's I Am a Cat. I, I oh, yeah, that's it. relatable content right there. <laughs> yeah, I'm carving out my niche. <laughs> But this is that's that's the end of that gag. Is that, that now I read everything in your truck driving voice, and it makes all your tweets even better. That's the that's the mood. I feel you know I I've been on Twitter long enough to know that if I'm gonna tweet something, I have to do it in an extremely resigned and defeated tone because <laughs> if people like get all happy or anything, they fucking destroy you. Yeah, no n- no happiness and no learning online. Definitely no online. learning, and definitely no dogs on skateboards. Mm-hmm. Thanks, Obama. I don't know. That's only that's only riding skateboards when they're in distress. <laughs> <laughs> Not at all funny and extremely sad. Not at all sad. funny and extremely sad. <laughs> all right, do you want me to to, to do my song? Yeah, yeah, let's do it. Do raise up by P D Pablo. Schrodinger's Chest Pain, which I think is a really good name, uh, says, play this at any party in North Carolina, you won't be sorry. And then G-Man0812 says, Leroy, we play this in Cali and it be lit, lol. Hey, we did! Exactly yeah. what we, did. we satisfied the conditions of both of those comments. Yeah. And yeah, it was lit. It was. You don't even have to play the song. Like, if you're around some North Carolina people and you just say, who am I? It will go nuts. They will go insane. You uh, especially are like maybe thirty year olds. Like I don't know if the younger generation is into this, but like like older millennials and Gen X. Uh-huh. If you go to a group of North Carolina people and you say, "Who am I?" They will pop the fuck off. They will go insane. Okay, I'm telling you. This is picking up on two different threads in this comment section. One is uh, young people not understanding North Carolinians or like folks from the South who are in their 30s and getting really excited this song. The other one is whether or not Who Am I actually came from P.D. Pablo because Jamel McGee says a year ago, Who Am I? One of the best opening intros uh, to a song ever with 549 uh, thumbs ups, right? So universally like really liked. But then a whole bunch of people started saying this is actually not from P.D. Pablo that uh, Brian Oneschek said he actually ripped off Beanie Man. It's pretty far from being one of the best intros ever. It's good, not one of the best. So what do you have to say about that? <laughs> well, you know, I guess I could see that. I mean, Beanie Man's definitely a dude that rappers stole a lot from okay. in those days, in the early 2000s. Mm-hmm. Uh, but it's also like, I mean, it's undeniable the effect that hits you when you get hit with the who am I. Mm-hmm. And a lot of a lot of musicians back then were doing that kind of thing. Like, who am, who am I? Um who also who Mike Jones? Who Mike Jones? Uh, with a real Slim Shady, please stand up. There was a lot mm. of questioning their own identity, and then the expected response as the as the faithful audience member is to shore up their identity yeah. by saying, "You're Petey Pop, motherfucker." So I mean, really, this is all a reference to that. So. Yeah, in the end, everyone's just ripping off. <laughs> right. Wit. Right. <laughs> this actually picks up another thing as well. Uh, like I'm going to get back to the comment, but what we're just talking about here uh, picks up on another thing that I'm going to get to. Uh, I have to say these comments, Gary D, you have to have love how YouTube is the closest thing to a time machine we have. And then RK9, I remember watching this music video numerous times in July 2001, two months before 9-11. <laughs> <laughs> yes! 
fucking dude Peter Paolo delivers man yes so that kind of feels shoehorned like I really don't feel like 9-11 is super relevant <laughs> especially when it's kind of far away yeah, yeah. two like, months is really good is really strange. like together. human history is pretty close but... yeah <laughs> but like... then Mark Wheeler Mark says uh, this song was the last song me and my friend listened to before he drowned and died Oh my god. White. This is a really complex song to have that type of experience with, that type of history with, I think. So I wanted to make space for Nicholas White here and Mark Wheelmark. That's intense. Wade Hampton says, one of the most fire rap songs of all time. It makes the rap game now look like a pile of puke. <laughs> <laughs> is that funny? I like pile yeah, of puke. I like, I like pile, pile of puke. puke. <laughs> and then... Say that at, hey, say that at your next... Uh, official meeting at work. So your next general faculty meeting. Say that at, at, at your next, uh, you know, Q3 meeting. Just refer to something as a pile of puke. Yeah, we're going into contract bargaining. Um, uh, uh, like beginning next quarter. So it'd be like, well, this contract to me it looks a bit like a pile of puke. <laughs> yeah. I just decimate the management bargaining team. Yeah. No, no. <laughs> and I'm not even in the union bargaining team, so I'll just be in the back of the room, like pile of puke. <laughs> Yeah, just fire it off. <laughs> Drizzle man here. <laughs> okay, and then to round it out, I have like several just kind of stories um, because this had like a lot of, um, there was a lot of people reminiscing um, and then a lot of stories about distinctions between uh, generations. So we got Sky Badger says, all-time favorite. I love North Carolina. It helped me grow. And this is all like massive exclamation marks and capital letters. All-time favorite. I love North Carolina. It helped me grow. And the music is the shit. And the hiking there is the shit. True. Yeah. Good hiking. <laughs> I like that one. I like that. That's, I think you rarely have like really genuine appraisals of North Carolina that's like from my side. Mm. Like people like to go to like the beach or they like to go to the research triangle, but you rarely get somebody who's like, I love North Carolina. Good mountains. <laughs> a plus to that, that person. The mountains are the shit. Yeah. And not a pile of puke. No. <laughs> Robert Stone. I broke my ceiling fan with my shirt when this shit came on. That was 12 days ago. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yes. <laughs> And then Nelsie Rodriguez, damn, I went crazy for four minutes, spun my, spun my shirt around like a helicopter. My son like, mom, what the fuck are you listening to? They just don't know. Boy, time flies. I was 13 again. Thanks, Petey. There's that time machine. Yeah. Kids don't understand. Daniel McCabe said, I seen a North Carolina plate on Long Island and I danced hard, almost took my shirt off, but then the light turned green. Have a good day to all. <laughs> <laughs> You know what? Cheers. Cheers to that. Cheers to that person. I hope every I wish every time somebody saw me they give that fucking excited. Yeah. Can you imagine? I would like to walk into work and just have people be like, this right here, right here, right here. Just <laughs> flip the fuck out. <laughs> I'll be tight. Anthony R says, This always reminds me of being a little kid at the sixth grade school dance in California. The song came on and everyone went crazy. They played the censored version, but the whole school screamed out, PD Pab, motherfucker. The DJ got on the mic and was like, Um, this is the censored version. <laughs> <laughs> you can't stop PD Pablo. <laughs> That's the other thing about it, though, is like it came out in a time where, like, like, 
the reason why it's not surprising that it makes people pop off so much is that for like, if you're 30 now, or if you're like in your early 30s now, then you were hearing this like in middle school. Yeah. Which is like the perfect time to imprint a musical, res- like a response to a, so- a song or sound, right? Especially like a really high energy one. Yeah. And it seemed like there was a lot of comments of people Uh-oh, saying, we lost like, Lachlan. Oh, no. Oh. Am I back? Frozen. I wonder if it will unfreeze. My um, might. my feed for you is perfect. <laughs> this is so weird. Oh, we yeah, got signal call coming in. So am I still okay, just frozen on the screen? Yeah. Yeah, it's that same face. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> How weird. My last comment then. Um, it's it's Brendan, and I just liked it. It said. My dad's taking me to North Carolina for for vacation, ten hours away, saying this is what we have to do. (laughs) (laughs) That's what it says on the. That's what it says, like with you know the like welcome to wherever sign, like you know how on Ohio's it's like welcome to Ohio, you found it. (laughs) North Carolina says welcome to North Carolina. Take your shirt off, spin it around your head, swing like a helicopter. Oh, I thought you were gonna say this is what we have. (laughs) Yeah. <laughs> that's what I. you imagine. know what you have to do <laughs> that's what i imagine happened like this song came on this guy hasn't heard it in like 15 years or so and he's like son get in the car now just like that. we're going <laughs> this is what we have to do shirts already off so i did uh november well originally i was going to do as i said rainbow connection but it was almost all like suicide um oh. So it was a little too much of a bummer. But the, yeah. the one other element of Rainbow Connection was people wanting it to play at either their wedding or their funeral. Right. Um, sometimes both. Hmm. And which is also a theme that came up in November Rain. So there's a weird wedding wedding and a funeral vibe here. The problem with the comments for November Rain is there are 2.6 billion views on this video. And so it like there's so many comments that it's almost like it's like comments written by like an AI writing comments mm. on a November Rain video. Mm. You know? Right, right, right. Like what would people yeah, anyway. So we've had, just, we've had two billion comments. Yeah, yeah. There's just like so many of them that it just becomes a bunch of nothing. But it's, all the hits are in here. Okay. Um, so we've got the uh, Who's Listening mm-hmm. to... Um, so Classic Rock. Who's Listening to... This is what the name of the, the poster. Mm-hmm. Who's Listening to November Rain in Quarantine in 2020. Yeah. Gotta have it. Okay. Gotta have one. <clears throat> and then we have the classic reply by ex2l mm-hmm. 10 months ago he says nobody there's some people at home at a home with flu let's not fall into normalizing their commie bs no offense intended to you kiss 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 oh, that'll go <laughs> great on our anti-vax episode too. Oh, yeah. next wait not done not done Uh-oh. next thing you know 
you let her know you're in some camp. Exclamation point, exclamation point, exclamation point. XXXX, thumbs up, thumbs up, heart. <laughs> <laughs> that's, a, that's a big roller coaster. There's a lot happening. Yeah, it's a, a real... Lot of emotion. <laughs> no offense, but... I couldn't imagine someone taking offense to that. I, I can't imagine that somebody would know exactly what that means. <laughs> yeah. You'd have to parse it. First. Yeah. Now we have someone named No Joke Yaya jumping in with some helpful advice. Mm-hmm. I'm not really sure what they're uh, replying to, but this is in the COVID thread. Mm-hmm. Do not use onions for mixed sanitizers. <laughs> Dead end and only effective for eight hours, period. Is a fruit and vegetable juice drink, period. Cook onion and ginger soup if you have cigarettes and cloves, period. Take and boil in different places because it can change the taste, period. Inhale the steam no more than 15 minutes, period. You will push. This is if you are exhausted and out of activities. Not recommend every day. Can be poisoned. (laughs) Try to change your diet with good but not excessive seasoning. No doctor. Care about your situation. Serious and get well soon. Drug information. Denial. <laughs> no doctor. <laughs> Cigarettes and onion soup. <laughs> Change the place, though. Are all around the house. I don't know if my video is still frozen, but I was laughing so hard I t- had to take my glasses off. <laughs> <laughs> well, and here, is, here are the replies to that. LJ Meany. So glad I have this on my phone. It helps me more than my doctors. Thank you. Whoever reads mine. No doctor. No doctor. Just seasoning. <laughs> but not too much. <laughs> yeah. uh, and then here, Elodio Rendiero, edited. You don't have to be quarantined to hear this. <laughs> True. True. Yeah. True. Yeah. Sure. You might even be listening from sometime in the future when we don't have it. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe. Uh, and here comes another real hot one. Uh-huh. Uh, from Travis Brost, who also has some advice. We have some all caps. Turn from sin and call upon Jesus to save you, or you will face the judgment of God. It's not a game, people. Quit playing around. These are end times. Stop putting your hope in the government, in religion, in science, in wealth, in celebs, in sports. It will perish. (laughs) I'm not talking religion. I'm not talking church. I'm talking relationship with your creator. You can stand on your own against God and try to justify your sin when you won't even be able to look up. You will be weeping in terror, realizing you made a big mistake. You won't win an argument with God. He created everything. Uh Uh-huh. Okay. And here's the closing to this. Not in all caps anymore. This is a whisper. Okay. No, No capital letters at all. Hell is the absence of God Almighty who gives us the breath in our lungs, water, food, sunshine, love, kindness, patience, faithfulness, hope, rest, help, etc. Hell is real and it's a pace of torment. You will feel all the pain you caused others. You will be hungry but not able to eat. You will be thirsty but won't be able to drink. You will be tired but can't sleep. You will have no hope. You will have no rest. You will feel pure hatred towards you. Parentheses. Satan and the fallen angels, demons hate you and want to drag you to hell. End of comment. Holy smoke. <laughs> we got your money, honey. We got your <laughs> I really like the this is the end times and no, I don't need religion. Yeah, like, well. 
That's an evangelical thing, though. They don't consider themselves religious. Oh, uh, okay. Because they're like, I have a relationship with Jesus. Right. It's just personal. It's just like a, yeah. it's like a friendship. It's right. a business relationship. It's a one-to-one thing. I like the uh, um, etc. in the final whistle. Etc. <laughs> yeah. I've gone far. I've gone on far Listen, enough. Like, yeah. Let this be known that this is not the end of this list, and that it continues. Right. But I have and to so on. Yeah. <laughs> I just like that was a reply to the onion soup guy. Like, what did what brought this on? Oh, yeah. It's like okay. Well, look, I already gave up doctors. I'm already chugging. <laughs> I'm already breathing cigarettes. in steam from the onion cigarette soup all over different parts of my house. How much harder can I possibly turn away from fucking sin at this point? God damn. Sports. Do not put your faith in sports. sports. Doctors. Science. Credit cards. Pretzels. Pickles. Crunchy or otherwise. Etc. <laughs> Fairies slash vampires. I was just going to say that. I was just going to say that. <laughs> okay. Uh, we're going to switch gears here. Okay. <laughs> um, so, uh, here we have a rare mom memory. Not a dad memory. Mm. Uh, it's red I'm 31 years red. old. I grew up listening to GNR, Metallica, Pantera, Pink Floyd, and so on. I'll never forget being a little kid hearing my mom blasting the song while I was in bed upstairs, and it always made me feel safe. When my mom passed away, I was 21, and she was 41. Music is the only thing that makes me feel closer to her again. When I hear this, I'm just like that little kid, safe in my bed, knowing my mama is just downstairs. It's bittersweet. I'll never stop listening to this. Mm. That's really lovely. This is a very capacious song. Yeah. I think there's a way to read it. It's just being like kind of one of those types of rock songs. But no, this is a really capacious song that can hold a lot of different mm-hmm. types of emotion. Yeah. Well, and here comes somebody named Bobby G who has a strange response to this. I'm sorry that your mother died. My father is 18 years older than me. I love this song so much growing up in the early 90s. We listen to it all the time driving around in his Camaro. Every time I hear this song, I think of him. So now, what do you think? Do you think his dad is, has died? It's, 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 it doesn't say, say is or was 18 years older than Is. But it's a comment about a, think, a dad on YouTube. So that means that, yeah, his dad has died. It's like 50, 50. I know one day I will be in your shoes. <laughs> and this song will crush me hearing it. But it will be necessary. <laughs> Hold on to the memories. Godspeed, Amy. Wow. How somehow he made it about himself. Wow. Complicated, yeah. And his dad isn't dead. Because <laughs> there's a, there's a there's a thread of YouTube's like preemptive nostalgia, right? But it's already yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It sense like preemptive mourning, which is a, a strange yeah. thing I haven't encountered too much. That's interesting. Yeah. Yeah. But also just a dude being a dude. Uh, and yeah. To talk about yeah, him. that's big time guys being dudes. Yeah. yeah. What's going on here ethnographically? Yeah, anytime I meet some kind of guy, what's going on here? Now, here's one that I'd like to pick apart. This two days ago, also on a different uh, train. Uh-huh. This song is a masterpiece. The thought and time it took to create an amazing song and video must have been overwhelming, but worth it. Oh, sorry, there's no wh. Overwhelming. Two L's, but worth it. It should be held in the same museum as the Mona Lisa. Mm-hmm. This is great. The guitar... 
violin, drums, and piano are amazing, and whoever thinks otherwise is wrong. All of GNR's success is well-deserved. I wrote this comment better than my book report. <laughs> I want to know what the book report was. It was not probably about Guns N' Roses. Roses. I think they should make Sting live in this place a little... Play us a little November rain yeah. while we gaze upon the Mona Lisa. <laughs> yeah, I would. That would be great. I think that's yeah. true. I think she would like it. Mm. Here's another inappropriate Lisa. response to a heartfelt comment. Mm-hmm. So Chloe Mesa says, "This is my dad's favorite song. He'll be gone for a year this December. I miss him so bad today. I'm glad I can hear this song. It eases the pain a little bit." Mm. To which John Baker replies, "LMAO." <laughs> no, no, don't say that. That's well, at least it wasn't the like just re- the rejection or denial. So like your dad isn't dead, or like just somebody saying that you're wrong. Like no, <laughs> no. Actually, well, I want to talk about myself for a while. <laughs> and yet again, mm-hmm. someone. It's amazing. Powerful song reminds me of my dad who has passed. Praying heart, hands, praying hands, blue heart, blue heart. And then someone named Kiss Chris Petrich. You've really got to be kidding, don't you? I'm a muso, rocker, and metalhead of over 40 years, and I hope I never hear this song again. It's so bad. I hate to think of the time you've wasted. <laughs> what? I think what they did, they searched this fucking song out to say that to somebody. And then here's an answer from KR Smith 0408. Dude, that's so shallow. I love metal, and even classical. This is one of the songs that made history. Quit clowning, fool. Clown face, clown face, clown face. <laughs> That's a good response. And then another one. Generic metalhead response. I'm too metal to appreciate this. Well, I've been into metal for 30 years, and I guarantee you I listen to heavier, more extreme metal than you and your friends wearing Maiden Exodus patch- patches. With that being said, this song's a fucking masterpiece. You may not like it, but you can't deny it. I like the original poster saying like it's something like... a. You, you should feel bad about all the time you've wasted, like listening to this. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> such a peculiar thing to point out. Like, if you think they're so such subpar humans, you wouldn't care about them wasting their time, right? But also, like, isn't this isn't like pursuing this thread of comments like a waste of time? Like, yeah. if you're going out of your way to find a song you don't like to say, to talk about, it, yeah. like, seems like a fucking waste of the time. <laughs> so here we have some uh, wedding funeral related comments. Mm-hmm. Uh, Michelle, two weeks ago, says, I want this plate at my wedding and funeral. Whatever may come first. Mm, some gallows humor for the, for the masses. Uh-huh. For the uh, Ana Villanueva says, I absolutely love this song. Since I was a kid, my sister played Guns N' Roses in our room we shared and had the poster hanging in our room. I played this song walking down the aisle. I always told my mom I would get married in November and play this song at my wedding. I lost both parents and did as I was always told her I would do. I wish they could have meet my husband every day. Hmm. I wish they could meet her every day too. Yeah. Um, lots of people posting just the lyrics. Mm-hmm. Um, what else? We Probably got from here? some book reports as well. Yeah, yeah. definitely. Yeah. A book report post did say, I like the guitar, drums, bass, and singing. It just felt like, yes. <laughs> it just felt like a, when a student is just kind of fluffing out an essay a little bit. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's book report language. Yeah. Book report language. Uh, two weeks ago, Julian Triana says, November 29th, 1992, Bogota, Colombia. I was 17. I knew and understood that this group would mark me forever. 
in my time, I was at other concerts of different and great groups, but actually the rain that hits every year in November transports me back to those wonderful years. Living differently is dying being free. Oh, wow. Yeah. Just cheers. I'll drink to that. Yeah. That's nice. Yeah. Living, living differently is dying being free. Let's see. There are a lot of other sad people that died ones, but I think maybe... Oh, here's one. December 1st, 2021. It's raining so hard and it feels like November rain. Shout face. That's what we got. Hey, that's us. <laughs> okay. Here's someone named... Okay, so... And then the one other theme is the I cheated on my significant other and I feel bad about it. Okay. Thread. <laughs> Finster Angle, three weeks ago. Edited. I cheated on my girlfriend. I was drunk and stupid. After doing that, I felt guilty and dirty. I wanted to disappear. I tried everything to make it easier for her. I hided it. But the feeling of being unworthy for her was driving me crazy. Asked some friends for advice as of what I should do. They told me to break up. And since she was so sentimental, I thought it was a good idea not telling her about the reason. However, one of the person I asked for an advice told her the reason. From that moment on, everything just went too fast. In my life were happening many other things parallel to this. A high debt, exams. I was unfortunately not able to tell her what I did. And I was unfortunately not in the position of supporting her when she got to know what I did. Regret it so hard. There's literally a place in hell for the people like me. Mm. Which we heard about earlier. Yeah. yeah, we know what hell is. <laughs> I regret everything so hard. After what happens, I try to repair my mistakes, try to talk to her, try to support, try to show her how sorry I was. Nothing worked. I don't judge her. It was all my fault. She's now with another guy. I wish her all happiness and success. <laughs> you should just post that verbatim on. Am I the asshole? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I mean, but what does this have to do with November Rain? Nothing. Nothing. Okay. Nothing. That's what I think is one of the, that is a genre that I like on YouTube comments. So it's just like the confessional. Yeah. Where it's like they even forget like that. It's just like I'm here with Slash. I'm feeling my feelings. I gotta get them out. Yeah. I'm feeling a not a cool I'm, feeling. Yeah, a, a very uncool feeling. <laughs> I'm having some extremely uncool feelings. There's one I wanted to finish. Ah, okay. Day seven of listening to November Rain every day for a decade. Whoa. Yeah. Grand prize. Grand prize. Yeah. Give that person a little trophy. Yeah. They're seven days in. Oh. Got ten, no, they're they got the ten more years. Oh, oh right, right. <laughs> oh. I was thinking that it was like no. the day seven of the tenth year, but no, no, no. it's day, day, day seven, seven of a ten year of marathon. Listening to it oh. for a decade. All right, well, you know what? <laughs> so not, not such a big deal. Call us back in 10 years, and then we'll give I know, you I know, I want to, like, bookmark it. And then, talk and then see. Yeah. And then do, like, the follow-up comment that you see sometimes when it's, like, then, like, 10 years later. Did you do it? You still there? Yeah. Yeah. That's a person we definitely have to follow. Cause, yeah, and but I definitely read that as being, uh, like, seven days out from 10 years or something like that. I, I thought that they'd achieved everything, but it sounds like they've achieved extremely little of an Yeah. Very little. <laughs> Honestly, like, achieved so little as to, like, not even be worth it. Yeah, like, you could accidentally do this, uh, maybe double that. But I like how they're they're so optimistic about the future that they're like, you know what? We're doing it. We're doing it. And it was like, we're not, not day, not day one. (laughs) They're like, okay, uh, I make a lot of decisions in the heat of the moment. I don't want to be like, day one of this 10-year thing, and then, like, three days later, I'm like, whatever, we'll try it for a week, Mm -hmm. test drive it. And then we'll do the whole 10 years. (laughs) That's respectable. Yeah. They're just like, oh, this is easy. I can do this. <laughs> <laughs> like, so far, so good. So far, so good. 
I just got to dedicate 12 minutes of my day every day <laughs> to the cold. No, you know what? No, uh, no, this happened uh, two months after 9 11, though. Wow. I wasn't doing any of the comments. Okay. They need to step it up. Yeah. Because, you know, November is two months after September. It is. That's true. Typically, yes. Yeah. So this sounds exactly like what I imagine a November rain uh, comment section to sound right sound like yeah verbose like really over the top there was no it didn't seem like there were many small feelings happening here no it was all big feelings (laughs) big some cool some uncool but a range of feelings some in between yeah there's a lot of arguing about whether slash is the best guitarist or not but i didn't feel like yeah i don't i know there's probably like a there's probably a niche of our of our audience base of our massive audience base that's like why don't they ever read the ones where it's like Green Day isn't really punk, or like Slash is, is the best guitarist. No, he's not. Like, because we always skip those ones. Yeah. I was just imagining, like, there's like, one yeah, guy but I'm here like, for the like discourse. That's right. what's interesting to me. Okay, so we have always like skip, skip, yeah. skip, skip, skip. Mm-hmm. We have to have like the like a dick measuring contest episode then of the, those, oh, yeah. Yeah. those one, those yeah. particular type, that genre of comments. That I think the three of us just do not like at all and immediately ignore. <laughs> yeah. 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 And then immediately our listenership is going to fucking skyrocket. Yeah. And we'll just get locked into it forever. Yeah. We'll just no. be re- every single week. We'll be reading like Jacob Pastoris, the best bassist of all time. You fucking dick. It's like one of the original ones. And, like, you could tell that the two hosts are, like, really, like, not interested uh, in over it. talking about murder anymore. And it's, like, making them really miserable, <laughs> but they can't stop. It's, like... That's fucking Pagliacci type shit. Well, they, they, like, transitioned for a while to, like, disasters, you know? But, like... Nobody cared. Nobody cared. That. Everyone was, like, boring. <laughs> Next. <laughs> Well, we shouldn't. We, we should do that episode. Yeah. We, okay, but maybe the best way to avoid that that death sentence, I think, is that we have to smuggle in at least one cock measuring uh, comment per episode. Then. Yeah. Okay. Kind of let it out slowly. Yeah. Just let the air out. Raw meat for the masses. Uh, yeah. Getting us locked down there. And we yeah. have to put it right at the end of the episode. We have to be like, I promise, I'm going to read a comment about whether Blue Oyster Cult is the original metal band or not a metal band. Yeah. But it's all the way at the end. You have to stay, and then we will just keep talking until time runs out. Yeah, yeah. and then we won't have to do it. <laughs> That's a joke that goes full circle, but nobody's gonna realize that. Exactly. Nobody's gonna yeah, go because yeah. we no. cut that part. <laughs> um, but I just saw your new cat. Yeah, yeah. Igor Stravinsky. It's the name is Igor Stravinsky. Seems to his name yeah. is Igor. Exactly what I but his full name. Yeah, his full name is Igor, Igor Stravinsky. When he's playing up, when he's being bad, you call him Igor Stravinsky. Yeah. Well, he's, he's orange, so he's the Firebird. Uh, yeah, we mostly just call him a little stinker. <laughs> or Mr. Man, Little oh, Man. Yeah. What, Mr. Boy. How does Stinky how do Mishka Basil. and Little Man get along? Mishka. <laughs> Well, they're getting there. They're getting there. She likes to like go up and then just punch him in the face. <laughs> right in the eyeball. Just like, bam! Some big Mishka energy. Yeah. yeah. Um, she likes to hiss at him, too. Just She'll, She'll like go up to him, nuzzle him, and then hiss. Ah. Complex. Um, yeah. But they're getting there. They're getting there. He's very cute. With very- I think I saw a photo of them kind of spooning each other or like calling up with like little C's in, like near each other. 
Yeah, they sleep, they like hang out together a lot, uh-huh. but like she doesn't like to touch him. Okay. Because he's dirty. Is he dirty? He, yeah, we found fleas on him the other day. Oh. Like a lot. Um, and his, ass, his asshole stinks and he like, <laughs> he can't. I once had, I once lived at a house and my uh, housemates, um, one of my housemates told me that she had fleas and it came from my cat. And then she moved out and the other housemate moved out. And then they charged me to like, Deflee all of their things. I was like, my cat does not have fleas. Like, my cat sleeps in my bed. I don't have fleas. My cat never goes in your room. Like, I, I think you have fleas or you have bed bugs. Uh, but she was yeah. also a lawyer, and so she was like threatening me with stuff. And so I ended up having to pay her like seven hundred dollars to damn these stuff. Just because she's dirty. Yeah. So when I hear about a cat having fleas, I'm like, yeah, good on you, mate. Like, cute yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah that's like uh that's weapons of, weapons of the weapons week of the week style stuff yeah yeah <laughs> well there's also a mouse in our house which also could be we think maybe the mouse brought the fleas they spent now both cats spend every night in the kitchen just staring under the oven like waiting, waiting. Uh-huh. and that mouse is just doesn't stand a fucking chance which i'm like all right you you two need to like this is <laughs> like pay your rent a yeah. little bit and get this mouse yeah <laughs> That mouse is as good as yeah, that. Yeah. That mouse is going to starve to death beneath the oven. They're going to be so oh, scared. No. <laughs> well, that is, that's the like, yeah, worst case scenario. Yeah. I just want it to go back through its little hole, back down mm-hmm. and out. I don't want it in here anymore. Fucking mm-hmm. rustling around, taking little shits. Yeah. <laughs> so you still can't see my face? Mm-mm. It's been the same this whole time. You're still like, wait, I can do wait. I got my lopsided shoulders. I had a professional. Yeah, kind of- yeah. I always I had a professional headshot taken the other day because I was at a meeting and there was a headshot person. They were like, hey, "Do you want to mm-hmm. have a professional headshot?" I was like, "Fine." Um, and then I got three photos of just me, my face, and my right shoulder because apparently I'm just lopsided all the time. I have the same problem. I'm like, like she kept making me like she's like, "Put your shoulder up, put it up," and I just still was like. So the solution for your raised shoulder was to raise the other shoulder, not to lower. Yes, yes. <laughs> not to lower, not to lower the other one. Punch it. And we should also we should also plug that uh, you made a Spotify playlist of all the songs we've ever discussed. Yeah, yeah that's really right. Cool. Okay, so we have a single review, five stars, uh, from Spam the Zand Ham. Uh, this is exactly the kind of like perfect. name that we're shooting for with all our. Uh, ham and spam features. Yeah, the title is not bad. <laughs> not bad. Not, not bad. bad. Not bad. bad. <laughs> uh, probably the best podcast about comments on YouTube. So thanks. Yeah. Thanks, spam. We got them. I don't know no, what else we, we did it, Joe. <laughs> I know this is the like best case scenario. That's like exactly what we want to do. But also, given their name, I can't help but think that they stumbled across us by searching ham in the podcast yeah. catches. Yeah, and then they were yeah, like, you, come... "You know, this is like a podcast about ham, but they're actually pretty good at talking about music too." <laughs> you come for like the ham slander. You come for like the different kinds of hams and spams, and then you stay for the daddy knees and the nocturnal grandeur. <laughs> Funny how the night moves